This is episode 18 of Vibrant Life. Thank you for joining me. My name is Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology and I am a fitness instructor. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We're gonna talk about autoimmune disease, which I feel like is a little misunderstood. Um, I do myself struggle with autoimmune stuff, so I've definitely come to understand it much better. The first thing I wanna do is distinguish between um, immunocompromised and then autoimmune. So they're really on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Immunocompromised is when your immune system cannot do what it's designed to do for whatever reason. It might be medication, it might be some kind of disease um, that you're struggling with. And then um, autoimmune is really kind of the opposite where you have things going on that are causing, I say, <laughs> For your immune system to be jacked and so it like hyper reacts to certain things and um anyway we're gonna dive right into that so just wanting for that to be understood first of all we're gonna start with a quote from dr hyman who's a functional practitioner he says our immune system is our defense against invaders imagine your immune system as an army that must clearly distinguish friend from foe Autoimmunity occurs when our immune system gets confused and our own tissues get caught in friendly crossfire. Our body is fighting something, whether that's infections, toxins, allergens, or a stress response. Somehow that immune army redirects its hostile attack on us. Our joints, brains, skin, sometimes our whole body become casualties. This whole concept is called molecular mimicry. Conventional medicine accepts this problem but they stop there. They don't actually look for what may, might create the problem. So this goes back to like root cause approaches. Um, they don't dig to find out where or which molecules our cells are mimicking. As my teacher Sid Baker says, if you're standing on a tack, <laughs> it takes a lot of aspirin to make it feel better, right? Like using anti-inflammatories, and he mentioned several different medications, Advil plus or steroids plus different um, immune suppressants can lead to intestinal bleeding, kidney failure, depression, psychosis, osteoporosis, muscle loss, and diabetes, not to mention overwhelming infection, and even cancer. Don't get me wrong, these drugs can be life-saving and help people get their life back, but they miss the point. There's another way to deal with this. So as you may have um, come to the conclusion, like from listening to that, inflammation is like at the heart of this. And so you, I kind of think of um, stress and our adrenals and how that whole thing happens. It's kind of the same concept where a little bit is fine and there's some of it that's good. Inflammation is really good. Like it's, it is there for a reason, but when it's out of control, it is not good. And that causes all sorts of problems. So acute inflammation is when you get a cut, you get something, you know, environmental in your eye and, you know, your body rushes to react to like solve that problem. Whether you bleed, you get inflamed, you might have a fever if you're sick, like that's basically inflammation occurring in your body to help you get back to that balance and optimal health. Now, if you have long-term inflammation, persistent or low-grade inflammation, um, your body will send an inflammatory response to a threat, but then the white blood cells swarm and they might have no specific target because things are just kind of out of control. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of like your, um, blood sugar and insulin also to where it's like it basically 
our bodies are not designed to have this chronic imbalance of anything, whether it's stress and your adrenals like go haywire, your blood sugar, and then your insulin goes haywire, inflammation, and then your immune system goes haywire, right? So why does this even happen? Well, first of all, you guys, our bodies are inundated more than ever with things that can cause these problems. So the, the things that I really focus on are stress and toxins, and those can be like really interrelated, but they're broken into categories of chemical, physical, and emotional or mental. So um, things like just, you know, regular stress, if it's chronic, your mental or emotional, if it's just so ongoing and so overwhelming, that can really cause a lot of inflammation in your body. I've had people, you know, who are doing keto or something like that with me or just, you know, asking questions. I don't get it. Like I eat really well. I exercise. Da, da, da. Why is my blood sugar high? Your blood sugar can be high because of all the stress you're experiencing, um, which is kind of like, oh, what? Absolutely. Stress causes inflammation, which can absolutely, it'll raise your cortisol, which will raise your blood sugar. Um, so mental and emotional, it could be something like some kind of accident or um, some kind of illness you've had that um, can really cause a lot of chronic inflammation if it's really bad and persistent. Um, and then toxins are so huge. Toxins are huge because we have more than ever that our bodies are trying to fight off, whether that's in our food, whether that's in our water, our cleaning supplies, even like, you know, all these screens that we're constantly looking at. Um, so many different things constantly and more and more people are just like on more and more medications and I am not against medication there's just a time and a place and I absolutely believe that looking at the root cause first is most important because what I do see a lot is like oh well let's just give you this medication just like um, Dr. Hyman was saying um, he quoted his teacher who said you know you step on attack you're having pain and inflammation. Oh, let's get, give you um, anti-inflammatories. Well, how about you take the tack out of your foot, you know, start there, maybe ice it, things like that. Um, and again, I'm not saying never have medication, but let's like fix the problem. So with the medication, I see people get on a medication and then they might find some re relief, which is great, but that can just be like the band-aid on the problem. Um, and then not only is the problem not gone, just the symptoms are gone, but they might have other symptoms and side effects on top of it. So I have seen where um, somebody's on multiple medications and they don't like each other, but the doctors aren't necessarily um, talking to each other. And pretty soon um, big problems occur. This happened to somebody I know, and then she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. She passed out in the bathroom, hit her head. Like she didn't have fibromyalgia. It, it ended up being a family member who um, was into natural medicine, who like connected the dots and was like, what are you on? Well, this one and this one don't like each other. You're having all these side effects that, you know, it's not fibromyalgia. So anyway, that's just a really kind of blatant story for things that people, people uh, experience a lot. Anyway, so moving on, I will tell you, so personally, I have some autoimmune stuff. I 
relate it to mercury toxicity from my amalgams, which I'm not going to go deep into that right now. Um, if you have an interest in, in learning more about that or have some individual questions, please reach out to me. Um, I do have a plan to have those safely removed. You cannot just take them out for, with a regular dentist. It's highly toxic. I have symptoms of MS and um, MS can be caused by mercury um, or it can mimic. Um, mercury can mimic MS. So anyway, I have worked really hard over the past couple of years to manage my symptoms. And I feel like I do a really good job because when it first hit, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And I never understood autoimmune stuff before, ever, ever, um, because I didn't experience it. So I didn't, I didn't know what people went through. Well, it's really interesting. <laughs> I'll say that. And it's one of those things that's really um, frustrating because people can't see it. And so you're experiencing these things internally. Um, and it really impacts your daily energy. It can impact um, things that you're used to doing that you can't necessarily do anymore. It can impact your mood, your hormones, like so many different things. And those things impact it. It's like this vicious cycle. So things that I have done, because with autoimmune, you guys, we get a quote diagnosis and it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, lupus or arthritis or something like that. And and you focus on that one area of your body, the thing is you have to go back to the inflammation and what is occurring is inflammation systemically that just happens to target a certain area. Why it targets that area has to do with um, what is causing the inflammation, your own genetic, you know, certain weaknesses, a, a, num a number of things. I mean, who even knows? Um, but the best thing that I have found is for you to really focus on getting inflammation down in your life. And that comes from stress, that comes from toxins, that comes from gut health, that comes from so many different things. So these are the things that I personally, do. there's a term called body burden, and it's really like the toxicity, I would put stress in there too, stress is a toxin, that your body is having to deal with every day. So I just think of like reducing that load. So think of a needle and just think of it getting to where it needs to be and what little things can you do to where you're really pushing that needle to where it, it needs to be. So um, some of the things that I do, um, sauna, there is a place in town that uses uh, infrared sauna. So not just a regular sauna, but infrared sauna where it's going to like penetrate deep into your system and tissues and not just, it's not just sweat. Sweat is great, but I don't think that you're detoxing as much as you think you are. Now, if it's helping you relax, do it. But if you're wanting a little more then I would recommend looking into um, infrared or near infrared sauna. Stress relief is huge. Obviously, I keep on touching on that, but that is huge, huge, huge. So I have learned, and it's very hard for me, um, but I have learned that no is not a four-letter word. <laughs> I have learned that um, I have to have certain priorities. I, I know my body's energy level, and I just know where I have to say no. Um, I used to be an early riser and work out like just 
so hard so often and those are things that have changed um thankfully i work from home so i don't have to get up at the crack of, crack of dawn because for me um which can be typical for people with autoimmune stuff sleep is difficult and so i end up finally getting into a good sleep usually in the morning <laughs> and so not um, having to wake up super early and not just bouncing right out of bed actually helps my body have better regulation throughout the day, I have found. I mean, that's been huge, huge, huge. I'm slower to like really get up and going. I make sure that if I have to, if I do have to get up and go somewhere, I give myself plenty of time to really warm up. <laughs> and in the summer, I go have my coffee out on our deck in the sun every morning, every single morning that I can. Um, that really helps me. Like, I mean, obviously vitamin D is really, really great for your immune system. Most people with autoimmune are low and struggle to get their vitamin D where it needs to be. That's the best place to get vitamin D. Absolutely. It's actually the sun helping your body to create its own vitamin D. So that works really well. That can really actually help your circadian rhythm as well. So if you're getting sunlight first thing in the morning, then it can help you like have that energy you need. And then your circadian rhythm can kind of um, normalize. <laughs> That's another thing. You know, a lot of people with autoimmune stuff have adrenal issues and it can cause, you know, you to like have a really hard time in the morning, maybe struggle throughout the day with your energy. And then in the evening, you're like, bing, I'm awake my mind's going crazy and that's not what you need. You need rest. So morning sunlight is a really, really good one. Getting one of those boxes, the light boxes, um, I would recommend if you're in an area where you just don't have a, a lot of sun all the time, if it rains a lot or um, in the winter, absolutely. So the appropriate amount of exercise is next. Now this was a real struggle for me because I was a huge runner. I've been into health and fitness for years and years and it's been something that's really helped me personally like manage stress over time. Like it's been my thing. It's been my passion. And so when I started really struggling, running was something where my body was like, heck no. Like it, it was very, I had to kind of go through a grieving process. And so every once in a while now I will run, but, um, my body really doesn't like it. When I say that, it's not like it's uncomfortable. It can be, um, it can be okay, but then I'm like flatlined after that. And so if you exercise and your body after is so tired, and I'm not talking tired, you need to nap. I'm talking, you feel this physical fatigue. That is a sign that it's too much for you. Don't do that. Um, I actually recently went to a class, um, with a friend and I, I kind of knew better, but I was like, it'll be fine. Um, and I had taught Pio the night before, and then I trained with my personal trainer in the morning, who's amazing at keeping things like challenging enough, but low key where it needs to be. But anyway, I had a training session that morning and then I'm like, sure, I will go with you to this class. Well, I'm never going to that class again, not because of the class, but because my body um, cannot do the like high intensity stuff. Um, my body just was like, screw you. <laughs> I did go home and take, um, a bath with a lot of Epsom salt. I do that after every class that I teach. Um, and then I just took it easy for the rest of the weekend. And so I did struggle, but it wasn't as bad as like in the past when I didn't know better. So 
Anyway, so having the appropriate amount of exercise, please exercise, please, please, please exercise. Your body needs it. I would say, well, everybody, I'm not going to say, especially if you have autoimmune, but it's especially something you need to be mindful of when you have autoimmune stuff, because not enough exercise can cause inflammation. It can cause things to build up in your body and not be released, toxins to not be released. It can cause stress to be built up. It can, you know, um, impede your blood sugar regulation, all sorts of things. You need to exercise, but you need to figure out what that looks like for you. Absolutely. If it's, if it's walking, walk. If it's, you know, doing yoga or cycling or whatever, it, you know, maybe hiking is your thing, whatever, do that. Don't feel like, um, don't ever compare yourself. Don't even compare yourself to yourself. <laughs> That's something to where I've had to do that in terms of like, okay, running is not, not where I'm at, you know, maybe someday, maybe after, after I take care of uh, my amalgams and detox, maybe I'll be able to again, but I don't know. And I'm okay with that. I wasn't okay with that, but I'm okay with that now because my long-term health is more important. Um, and I love how I feel now when I'm paying attention and regulating all of this. Um, so less toxins, obviously. Um, I used to be like, oh, you're that person, you know, when people were just so, you know, over cautious about toxins or whatever. Well, now I get it. And I know that by reducing my overall body burden, so I'm paying attention to ingredients in the products that I use and my food, um, I know that I'm giving my body more of a chance to be able to have optimal health. So I do pay attention to what's in everything, laundry detergent, cleaning supplies, hair stuff, um, makeup and skincare, all of it. Um, and even candles and stuff like that. I, yes, I use essential oils, all the things. So, um, if you have any questions about that, I do have a toxin-free living group. So, um, for women, so if you're interested, then let me know and I will, um, send you a link for that. That's on Facebook. Um, so less toxins, and I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. You know, there are times when, sure, I have a little bit, whether it's something that I'm using or something, you know, that I eat or whatever, but I just, it's one and done, you know, because I know, I know how my body is. And you guys, when you remove toxins from your life or reduce your body burden, then you realize how they impact you. It's just like somebody who's been kind of a sugar addict, you know, who, you know, if you've ever done something where you're like, okay, I'm going to take it out even for a little bit. And then you have it again, you realize how crappy you did feel and you realize how your body reacts. Um, it's kind of like very eye-opening. Gluten is one I feel like everybody should take out. And that's something that's tied to glyphosate, which is Roundup and it's in everything. And that's one reason I really feel like our bodies react so much to gluten in our country because I have other countries don't use it like we do, and gluten isn't necessarily that big of a problem for them. Um, anyway, but I definitely avoid that, and I have noticed, again, it's kind of like that sugar thing, that um, my body feels better. I feel less inflamed when I'm staying away from it, and it can really impact your thyroid and hormones, so mm, I just don't think it's necessary. I do, like diet is a huge thing for me. I tend to be more like low carb keto. I feel so much better that way. Um, I feel like my symptoms stay lower that way. Um, I do upper cervical chiropractic care. So that, that your upper cervical is your neck. It's the um, 
top two vertebrae, the, the one and the two. And um, it is so easy to have, um, to, to get out of alignment. I honestly think that everybody should go. Um, it can have, it's basically like, think of, think of your brain is like the motherboard, right? And then you have the wires and the communication going out to everything, your digestive system, your nervous system, like everything. And that can so easily get kinked because this is like the most vulnerable, most, most like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it moves the most out of any joints, right? And yet it's connected to your brain. <laughs> oh, it's kind of crazy to me. But anyway, so I do that regularly. My son does that regularly. And I have felt like that has been a huge thing. When I was initially trying to figure things out with how do I manage my symptoms, that was one of the biggest things in terms of getting my energy back. And again, I don't run and stuff like that, but I mean, I was tanked for a while there. It wasn't even about like, can I run? I couldn't do anything, you know? Um, anyway, so upper cervical chiropractic care. I know there are other chiropractors who do, you know, the next stuff, but I am very particular. It made me a little nervous. And so I found somebody who specifically just does the upper cervical spine. And um, he is a little bit of a drive. It's like an hour drive, but now I go once a month and like, it's so worth it. Gentle detox is really good. Um, you have to be careful, be very careful. And if you can work with a functional practitioner, um, for your specific, like whatever toxins you have, I would highly recommend that. I have found with MS symptoms, I have to be very careful. Um, I have tried things like people say, well, cilantro is such a good heavy metal detoxer. So in the beginning I was like, yeah, I use essential oils and I have cilantro essential oil. So I used some and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, mercury, if that's something that you deal with, loves your brain. And if you pull something out of your brain, but don't pull it all the way out of your body, you can recirculate it and it can cause severe problems. And it did for me. I can't do things like zinc um, because that, that makes my immune system go crazy. And then I get those symptoms and it can really impact my brain. It gets very scary actually. So I'm not trying to say, don't do anything, don't try anything, but just depending on what you're dealing with, make sure that it's appropriate for you. Again, functional practitioner is something that I would highly recommend. Um, and then supportive supplements. So things like electrolytes, which I've been talking a lot about. If you have toxins in your body, your body is going to burn through nutrients way faster because it's obviously trying to metabolize this crap out of your body and it might be just this ongoing process. So like for me, I've mentioned before that I tend to be low on potassium. And so I'm always drinking my electrolytes every day because I also um, struggle with sleep. I also exercise, you know, it's hot right now. Th those are also things that reduce or burn through your electrolytes faster. So I just stay on top of it. And if you guys haven't listened to those um, last couple of episodes, I highly recommend you do. So those are the things that I do personally. Um, and there are, I, I'm going to link, um, I have a relationship with this um, lab to where you can order your own labs. If you're curious about certain things like glyphosate, if you're curious about heavy metals, um, if you're curious about mold, 
there is like you can order your own labs if you feel like okay i just kind of want to know um and then the whole detoxing is a separate step um if your doctor will do this for you or if you have a functional doctor then go for it but these are things where you can just order it you um go it you um go to a lab near you do whatever you need to do um because it's not just blood always sometimes it's hair sometimes it's um other things urine um and then they email you the results so it's really great um but they also have um things on here like thyroid and hormones and all the things so um i will say you guys as a health coach i've had times where it's like okay let's look at your full thyroid panel and my client will go and talk to their doctor and their doctor says no we don't need to do that or we don't do that or whatever so many different things if your doctor is telling you that get a new doctor and you can just order the full thing right here if you want um so i will link to that and i'm going to stop now let me know if you guys have any questions i'm going to be talking more about this i think it's really a very important um topic and i i get sad when i see people struggle with autoimmune stuff and then a lot of times their doctors don't really know what to do and i feel like it's kind of whack-a-mole you know and like or like your boat has a leak and it's like oh let's go over here and then one springs up over here oh let's go over here and they're just trying to put fires out without actually figuring out why it's happening and it's so rewarding to me to see people figure that out and balance their health back, back out without having to be on a ton of different medications that can cause so many more issues so all right you guys have an awesome day this podcast is sponsored by Oregon Valley Farm, which is my family owned and operated pasture-raised meat. I was going to say beef, but meat business because we do grass-fed and finished beef, pasture-raised pork and chicken, all minus the antibiotics um, and added hormones. The pork and chicken are raised on feed that has no soy or corn and it is non-GMO. Uh, you can find us at OregonValleyFarm.com. We ship to several states, but definitely look at our FAQs to make sure we ship to yours. We also offer local pickup. And um, you can find me at ThatVibrantLife.com. I'm on Instagram as HealthWithJessica and Facebook HealthWithJess. Have a fantastic day, guys.